0: Good morning, everybody. 10 o'clock. Jeff N with you. You're listening to The Range, Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. My favorite part of the job, live music in the studio. Uh, join me in welcoming to our studios, Underhill Rose. Welcome. Good
1: Thanks morning. so much. Hey,
0: Jeff. Uh, you know, for musicians, I know it's early. I do appreciate <laughs> you guys coming by. Um, based out, of, I guess it's fair to say, based out of the, uh, the Asheville area. Is that correct?
1: That's
0: right. Uh, Western North Carolina's own Underhill Rose. And uh, thank you so much for coming to the studio. You've got a new album out. You're touring. You've got lots going on. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk all about it. But first, let's play a song.
2: Absolutely. This uh, This is called When I Die.
1: When I die. Oh, I'm whispering to the mountains about my pain I'm a-tumbling through the waterfalls, splashing in the rain I'm on a sit with my best friend over a cup of tea Share wine with my lover while we drink each other
0: Underhill Rose, live in our studios. Uh, let's do the introductions. Uh, let's see, Eleanor Underhill on banjo and on that song doing backing vocals. Yes. Well, welcome. And Thank then we you. have Molly Rose on guitar doing lead vocals on that last song. Don't yes. switch off lead vocals, right? Yeah, we should. Sure okay. Mm-hmm. And then over on the bass, we've got uh, Sally Williamson. Williamson? Got That's it right. right. All right. Um, now, Underhill Rose, you guys met. In college, right? We sure did. Tell us a little bit about that at Warren Wilson College. And how'd y'all meet and decide that, uh, hey, we, we like music. Let's do something <laughs> together.
2: Absolutely. Um, Warren Wilson is, uh, so this was many years ago, but um, during my freshman year, which was Eleanor's sophomore year there, um, we met uh, almost right off the bat. Um, Warren Wilson's, it's got a beautiful landscape, and while there's not actually a music major there, or there wasn't at the time at least, um, there's a lot of people just kind of hanging out in our relatively limited free time, (laughs) Um, but hanging out, sitting on a hillside, playing music. And it's just a really inspirational place. And that's how we met. Um, I was playing, I was learning to play guitar and I was sitting um, on a hillside on a place called Sunderland lawn and Eleanor walked up and just kind of listened. And we sang some angel from Montgomery together. So well, you can't go
0: wrong with uh, John Prine.
2: Exactly. No, you really can't.
0: (laughs) And so how did that friendship go into the current band? How did it grow into the current band?
3: Um, well we started we started a band together um out of Warren Wilson and um we've just been playing ever since. Um mm-hmm. I guess we've just strangely uh stuck with it and we love music and we love um you know music that's rooted in in American roots and folk and blues and all that stuff. Um what we kind of is called Americana, Americana and yes. uh, we met Sally a couple years uh, later, and she joined the band and it's just been uh, a, a great time. We've traveled all over the country and now we have um, two albums with Sally o- mm-hmm. on them and
0: mm-hmm. three albums overall three albums, right? albums yeah. total mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: so you, it's been a really busy couple, three years because uh, you've, yes. you've put out <laughs> three albums in that time, and mm-hmm. you have traveled far and wide, and you're going to be playing uh, a number of uh, concerts in our area in the, in the very near future. For, for instance, tonight you're in Harrisburg, we which is we. just North of Charlotte. And mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about that. If somebody's listening, cause we do have a number of listeners, uh, to our online stream in the Charlotte area. So yeah, they um, may be interested.
2: Absolutely. It's a family friendly event called Rock in the Berg, and we are going to play from six to eight tonight there. So yeah, bring your, I think bring your chairs yeah. <laughs> and hang out with us um, while the sun
0: sets. And if folks want to know more about uh, the concert tonight, they can go to your website and find out the information. You got it. Underhillrose.com. It's mm-hmm. very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tomorrow, another chance for folks to catch you guys live in very close to about uh, 40 minutes from where I'm setting. Dallas, North Carolina, yes. Cotton Ginning Days, which is a big deal over there in Dallas. Yay. And you guys are playing there.
2: Yeah, we can't wait. We're going to play two sets there tomorrow, um, one from 12 to 1 as well as another from 2 to 3. So,
0: And then coming up again in the not-too-distant future, the 18th, which is, uh, I think, the following weekend, Daniel Stowe Botanical Garden in Gastonia. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, we'll be there. Lost Hollow Fest, I believe, is... Okay, um, I think that's what they're calling. It's it. Daniel
0: Stowe. That's. Well, that's <laughs> um, I think that's the same thing where David Childers is playing some really other local cool. musicians as yeah. well. So that's very cool. Very Um And then you're leaving the Carolinas and you're going to places far and wide like <laughs> New York City and Washington <laughs> D.C. That's that's fun. You've probably been there before.
4: Yeah.
2: We have. Um, we got the pleasure of playing at the Bitter End in 2013, and it's been it's been too long for us to head back up there. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to. Doing some um, playing at a place called Hill Country, which is has two locations: one in New York City, one in DC. Oh, I see. They also have some in um, in Texas and some other places, but yeah, that should
3: be at Rockwood Music Hall.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll be in at Rockwood Music Hall, I believe, Tuesday, November tenth. So yeah, we're we're really looking forward to it, and we just um, we have some potential fill-in dates around there, um, potentially for Boston. Mm And we'll also be in Rocky Mount, Virginia, on the way up. So uh-huh. that will be on Saturday, the Friday the sixth. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> As I say, a very it's a lot busy, to remember. <laughs> very busy schedule, but you can check yeah. it out. You've got a really uh, accessible website with lots of good information including okay. your tour information. And you can find all of these appearances there. One I think uh, I particularly think is uh, kind of interesting. You're going to be in Charlotte at the double door next month. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played the double door before?
2: You know, um, many years ago, many, many moons, moons ago. ago yes. <laughs> it's just got
0: this, this vibe, all the great history, all the great yeah. bands and musicians that have taken the stage over there. It's just sort of soaked into the wood there, I think. So Absolutely. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great place. Mm-hmm. So again, you're, you're staying very, very busy. And uh, as the albums keep coming out, And as the touring continues, uh, the word is getting further and further afield. You've had great write-ups from, you know, of course, places like uh, Mountain Express, but also No Depression, which to me is the the publication of record for Americana Music. Uh, They've done write-ups on you as well. Again, the the, the, uh, reputation is spreading far and wide. The music keeps developing. Uh, Let's hear another song. That sounds great.
3: Um, so we're gonna do another song from the new album um, that uh, is, The album is called the great tomorrow. This one is called love looks good on you
1: one, two, one, two, three, You don't like country music So go see your praises if that's what you want to do. Oh, cause love, love looks good on you.
3: so sad and nothing can
1: make you smile your life feels empty without husband or child with you
0: Hill Rose live in our studios Um, so I'm kind of wondering as I'm listening to that uh, uh, Molly and Eleanor your your voices the harmonies mixed together so well Uh, was that noticeable that day singing Angel from Montgomery or (laughs) did it take some time to work on that did you go hey that just that sounded really good let's let's sing some more or did it take a while
2: well I think that we both loved it right off the bat but Practice makes better, you know. <laughs> I think it took us a while to really hone in on um, the how to read each other, but we can kind of look at each other and kind of know where the other one is going at this point mm-hmm. um, because of those many years of playing music mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've influenced each other now with the tone of our voices. So. We're more able to say when I sing harmony to Eleanor, I can match the tone more so to to make a better harmony. The instincts for, yeah. start to align,
3: which is <laughs> yeah. both cool and weird. And yeah. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do remember. I do remember hearing Molly's voice and immediately loving it. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't remember, you know, exactly how you know it, it felt or it sounded with our voices together. But I I do remember being like, yeah, I really love that style.
0: That's a Mm -hmm. great answer to that question. (laughs) Let me, let me ask, um, three young women, um, playing folk music. Uh, How did, how did, how did that happen when most people are listening to, you know, rap, hip hop, top 40 alternative rock? How did you girls, uh, how did you ladies get involved in folk music? What can only be called folk music?
4: Well, I think a lot of it had to do with the music we were listening to growing up. Um, my dad's a farmer, and I grew up riding in the fields with him, listening to country music on the radio. Uh, and my mom was really into folk music, uh, Paul Simon, uh, Kathy Matea. Um, so she brought that aspect in. And then we also grew up listening to pop music as well, so um, some R&B. So mm-hmm. it all kind of influenced the sound that we have now. Yeah. And I, I'd say too, I, um, I grew up with
2: a, a heavy influence with rock and roll and R and B from my family. And, um, so, and I grew up in the inner city of Atlanta. And so, you know, outcast was huge when I was, when I was growing up and uh, that's definitely part of my life, my, my lifeblood, you know? Um, but, I think that people notice it in some of our vocal lines is that they may have a little bit of more of a soulful inflection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than just straight country. Right. Um, Definitely that blues. Yeah, kind of R&B exactly. On it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blues vibe. And then, you know, Eleanor and I meet at Warren Wilson. We meet Sally later on and that's, you know, it's a, a place that's really home to a folk tr- music tradition. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, for me, it's like world's colliding into one that makes this all female trio.
3: Mm-hmm. And, I learned to play the banjo at Warren Wilson playing at the old time jam sessions. So open back claw hammer banjo Mm is kind of, is my background on the banjo. And, uh, I try and rock out on the banjo, but at the end of the day, it's, it's still a banjo. (laughs) So most people think it's a bluegrass, um, but I think, I think we do more, more than that. Um, I also growing up, um, kind of got into jerry garcia and kind of his roots throwback stuff mm-hmm. so that was right when i was learning to play the guitar and um that kind of got me into bluegrass and folk and
0: yeah. well you give me hope i have a i have a 15 year old <laughs> daughter who likes top 40 and uh, mm-hmm. people who know me and my musical taste know i'm not really into top 40 <laughs> but um she still knows a lot of the uh, folk or roots music or Americana music mm-hmm. that I listen to. And so, uh, that gives me hope that as she gets older, there'll oh, be, there'll be less the top 40 and more of the roots music. I know what happened with my, <laughs> my son who's a little bit older than that. <laughs> Tell me the process. You've just put out a new album. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the process creative process? Uh, is there a particular, uh, lyricist, uh, you know, who comes up with the music? Is it collaborative? How's that work?
2: Well, all three of us are songwriters, um, and we tend to do most of the writing to, um, on our own, actually. And then we'll come to the group, and then, um, well, if we just have words, we'll put music to it. But sometimes we, you know, have the music and the words figured out. But then we'll do a different arrangement, or and then we'll write our own harmony parts to go along with it, and our own instrument parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes words change, sometimes um, inflection changes as well. Um, we've, we've done a little bit of writing together. Um, but we found mostly that independent work and then bringing it to the right. group is more, um, productive. <laughs>
0: right. Well, and that's the thing, you know, a lot of people think, okay, you got a band, you put out an album, you tour, all you do is show up to a show and play music. Isn't that great? Yeah, but yeah. there's a whole lot more that goes with that, Totally. especially as- for an independent band.
2: Yeah, 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 it's it's smoke and mirrors, folks. Um, it's it's um, they say that the reward is getting to play the show. Yeah. So all the work goes into everything else. Um, you know, scheduling, booking shows, and the publicity that goes behind it. Who mans the, or woman's the Facebook page? Um, updating the website. Oh, and then we have things like put out an album, launch a Kickstarter <laughs> campaign. If you want to go, um, you know with that, that solo route, mm-hmm. um, without a record company, you got to drive to the gigs too. I have to say that I uh, had it in high gear on the way here today. <laughs> yeah. And you're
0: you made running it on time. You our hair was time. blowing <laughs> yeah. back as yeah. we are coming
3: yeah. into Boiling <laughs> Springs. Yes, yes,
0: you, you, you made it. You made it on time. It was all good. Good
3: job, Molly.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, somebody once said, you know, I, I, my work is I drive and then the fun part is when I get there I, I play music, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know I, I'm a driver that's yeah. that's how they described it. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. One of the other things that I think is interesting is um, the idea uh, you know the, the the process of writing you all three write individually and then bring it to the group. Mm-hmm. How disciplined are you in there are you one of these guys and I you know I, I guess I'm addressing it to all of you do you write okay it's eight o'clock in the well probably not eight o'clock in the morning it's <laughs> yeah. noon it's time to write. And I sit down for an hour and I write, or you wait for the muse to hit Sally. How's that work for you?
4: I definitely wait for the muse. And, um, for one of the out, al- for one of the songs on the album that we're going to play next, uh, the muse hit while I was asleep and I, I woke up and I had the words and the melody to the chorus. So sometimes it hits like that. Um, Coffee helps in the mornings. <laughs> yes, <does>. Coffee <laughs> <I> inspires, <agree. laughs> so, so that, I agree that helps that. me as well. Yes.
0: Would you say it's pretty much the same for you? Wait for the muse, or or is it is it it's time to write? How does that work for you?
2: Um, for me, I have yes, I have spent a lot of time waiting for the muse, and I've I've just started um, in the past six months a writing practice where okay. I. Um, I write for at least five minutes a day. So sometimes it's 15 or 20 minutes a day. But that is my go-to thing that I do. It's almost like a meditation for me. And it lets me get out all of the stuff out of my head that it's like a dumping of mm-hmm. information. And a lot of times that gives me threads of um, of songs. I'm a pretty slow songwriter. It takes me a while and I'm pretty self critical as well. So it takes a long time for it all to happen. Um, but I'm trying to be more, um, you know, direct, uh, what is it? I'm just trying to be more disciplined about more it. Disciplined, <laughs> yeah. and
1: intentional.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, um, yeah, discipline is always good. Um, but I do tend to need the muse. Otherwise I, I just will cross out everything I write. Cause it's just right. some, it's not coming from a place that feels important uh-huh. like it has to feel really important um, so sometimes there's times that that just doesn't come to be but um, it's Im- it's important to take time to f- wrap songs up and that's um like I I had one of those nights the other like last Friday or something like that and it was very satisfying to finish you know sometimes you have to really be disciplined just to finish the darn thing yeah. um, the muse can help you get of the way there but uh, then the work comes in
0: now what if you mentioned a moment ago you talked about crowdfunding I found that interesting Mm -hmm. I think all of your albums have been fan funded
2: our our last two the first one we we just funded ourselves but yeah tell
0: us how that works because I think that is something that even though bands have been doing it for a few years now, it is kind of uh, kind of a new thing. Maybe a lot of people aren't familiar with it. And uh, Mark, our photographer, just walked into the studio, Hi, so he, he, <laughs> he might snap a picture or two as we uh, as you as you as you talk and as you play. So, uh, so uh, again, talk about the crowdfunding and how that works. Uh, how you know how I think it's great. Independent bands relying on their fan base, mm-hmm. fan base relying on their their friends who are in the band. I mean, it's 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 a cool thing.
2: It's a very cool thing. Um, it's it's a it's basically having your fans as your record company, and that's a pretty amazing opportunity. There are several different platforms that you can have a crowd, a crowdfunding campaign on, and we've always used Kickstarter okay. for our two campaigns, um, and that luckily has been a success because of our fan base, and they really have showed up to support us and. The things that um, we did as rewards, so um, basically when people pledge a certain amount to back you, um, say, you know, I have good faith in you, and when I give you $20, we will then send them a CD mm-hmm. um, as as thank you for backing us. It's kind of like pre-ordering an album, actually. Yeah, yeah. And some people bought house concerts, yeah. so that was a bigger dollar item mm-hmm. and that really – saw us through and we're actually playing our last house concert this Sunday. So we've, um, are really excited to, to go see our, what have become our friends. Right. That
0: and you mean your last concert for this, this crowdfunding? Yes, thing. we right.
2: did several, um, like 10, maybe
3: something. Probably. Yeah. About Between 10. the last two at least.
2: Yeah. So we've, mm-hmm. we've done several, we've, um, traveled, many, many miles up to Ohio, down to Alabama, Mm -hmm. all over to play these house concerts. And it's just, um, really beautiful to be received into the homes of people Mm -hmm. who love our music.
0: Yeah. I've been to a few, um, house concerts. It's, it's such an intimate setting. It is so much fun and you really get to interact with the artists. The artists really get to interact with the the fans. Mm -hmm. And if, if anybody's listening to this and they don't know what a house concert is, find out if, Mm -hmm. if you get a chance to go one, if you've never been to one, take it. It is so much fun. Oh
2: yeah. And I think you can just do a Google search too for house concerts because there's a few different networks of them that Mm -hmm. happen in, especially in rural areas actually, where there's Mm -hmm. not music venues um, Mm -hmm. within an hour's drive
1: or so. Yeah,
0: the uh, last one that I've been to was at the photographer's house.
1: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) He hosted a a house concert for his wife's birthday. It was pretty cool.
4: It was fantastic.
0: Well, let's play another tune. Okay. sounds
4: good. Um, So we're gonna do another tune from The Great Tomorrow. Uh, this one's called Our Time is Done, and um, it, it's definitely got a beach theme. Um, it's, it's just about the passing of time and how precious time spent with someone you love is.
2: Ready? One, two, one, two, here we go.
1: As a lost bird at sea No place to land Saw a drifting boat carried by the tide You reached out your neck, Brought me in the rest Held me gently till I could fly Rocks are worn by the sign, turn on in the sand, travel with the drifting tide and winds. They tumble in the tide, scattered by the rains, moving place to place all along.
0: Underhill Rose, live in our studios. You can catch them tonight in Harrisburg. You can catch them tomorrow night in Dallas, North Carolina. They're coming back to our area on the 18th at Daniel Stowe Botanical Garden. And then next month in November, along with Bignaro, Mm -hmm. they'll be appearing at the Double Door Inn in Charlotte. You want to find out more, it's underhillrose.com. Ladies, thanks so much for stopping by this morning. You know,
2: we thank you, and thank you so much for playing our album. It means so much to us, and, you know, we make new fans every day because of people like you playing our tunes. So we're very grateful.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. Next time you're through the area, stop in. We'll do it again. All right. right. Sounds
2: good.